There it is. There it is. This is loud. That's loud. That's loud. This is better. 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 How's my voice? Oh, I'm still popping. All right, here we go. Our guest today is Dr. Music on underneath. Here we go. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald. 
She's a university professor and director of the graduate program for the Department of Psychology at York University in Toronto, Canada. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of the Lewa Wildlife Conservancy. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our conversation takes a closer look. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our conversation takes a close look at the evolution of how. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans and cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We also talk about her work in Kenya and the slapstick... Hmm. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program for the Department of Psychology at York University. She's also the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science. She's the treasurer of the Lewa Wildlife Conservancy. Con Conservancy. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne. Our guest today is the esteemed Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program for the Department of Psychology at York University. Our conversation takes a close look at the evolution and nai carambas. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program for psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of the Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities. They're better problem solvers than their rural brethren because they live next to humans. They're just as cute, though. We also talk about her work in Kenya. The slapstick orangutan. We also talk about her work in Kenya. The slapstick humor of orangutans and so much more. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to... If you haven't already... If you haven't already, head on over to our Facebook. Give us a like and a follow, My Brilliant Buddies. Or, and preferably, please send us an email, mybrilliantbuddies at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and... Oh, gosh. And now, without further ado, it is my pleasure and such an honor to present to you our new brilliant buddy, 
Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program for the Department of Psychology. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology for the Department of Psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of the Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the evolution of raccoons, specifically how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities. The urbanization effect has actually led to a divergence in the subspecies. They're just as cute as their rural brethren, though. Our guest today, here, here's the mic. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at the Department of Psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of the Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and blah, 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 blah. all right, start over. Here we go. We're good. Incredible. What a woman. What a human being. This is incredible. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald. University professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Institute for uh, Royal Canadian. <coughs> you know what I need? I think I need some some of this. Give me some of this in my ears. Okay. Mm. Hell yeah. Where's that bong at? Oh. 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 Mutiny Radio. It's 10.30 p.m. 10.25 p.m. here in San Francisco. And if you're out there listening, off there in listener land, my name is Chad Stein. Sure is a pleasure to be here. Here on this agenda, there is no pretenders. So when we begin to assassinate your cast members, they show hinder. Waving white flags, man, we surrender. The sap ass Negroes know they're no contenders. And surrenders, I can shoot up their vengeance. And my grandma might do a mandatory life in slammers. You should regret it. Thinking about stepping to me, niggas. All right. Let's give it a go. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald. She's the University of... Bleh. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our guest today is the esteemed Dr. Suzanne McDonald, 
university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, a treasurer of... La, 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 la. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, the university professor and director of the graduate program... Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She is the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of the Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board at the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has actually caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities because humans. All right, from the top. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at the la, la, la. our guest today is dr our guest today woo, okay here we go our guest today is dr our guest today is the one and only dr suzanne mcdonald university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at york university in toronto she's the chair of the royal canadian institute for science treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has actually caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We also talk about her work in Kenya, the slapstick humor of orangutans, and so much more. If you'd like to reach out and be in... We'd love to hear from you. Head on over to the... If you haven't already, head on over to our Facebook, My Brilliant Buddies. Give us a like and a follow. And please send us an email. Reach out directly. Malcolm and I would love to hear from you. MyBrilliantBuddies at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, it is with such honor, it is such an honor, okay. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and a privilege to present to you our new brilliant buddy, Dr. Suzanne McDonald.
Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of the Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. It's fascinating. They're... Ah, damn it. All right, here we go. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board at the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the evolution uh, bleh, damn it every i don't want to read that line why is it written there and not scratched out he asked the crowd ah, we don't know get it right trying okay <laughs> <clears throat> our guest today is doc first one off the gate stumbled out Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board at the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons, and how living adjacent to humans in cities has actually caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We talk about her work in Kenya, the slapstick humor of orangutans, and so much more. If you haven't already, head on over to our Facebook, My Brilliant Buddies. Give us a like and a follow. We'd really appreciate it. And please send us an email. Malcolm and I would love to hear from you. My brilliant buddies at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and a privilege to present to you our new brilliant buddy, Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Chill. So show some big link, ding, big link, ding, motherfucking skills. I say what man, 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 I say what man,
was caught. My name is Black Thought. I'm from the big Why can't I hear it? Can I see it? Yeah. Yeah. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She is the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board at the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We also talk about the slapstick humor of orangutans travel all the way to Kenya 
to talk about vervet monkeys and preservation efforts and so much more. We'd love for, if you haven't already, if you haven't already, head on over to the Facebook. If you haven't already, please give us a, if you haven't already, please head over to our Facebook and give us a like and a follow, My Brilliant Buddies. And please send us an email. We would love to hear from you. If you haven't already, head on over to our Facebook, My Brilliant Buddies. Give us a like and a follow. We'd really appreciate that. And please, if you would like to reach out, Malcolm and I would love to hear from you. MyBrilliantBuddies at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and a privilege to present to you our new brilliant buddy, Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Check. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They are just as cute, though. We talk about her work in Kenya with vervet monkeys. All right, start it over from the top. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology 
at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We talk about her work in Kenya with vervet monkeys, the slapstick nature of the humor of orangutans, and so much more. If you haven't already, please head over to our Facebook, give us a like and a follow, my brilliant buddies. And also, please, if you would love, if we, Malcolm and I, I am so excited that I can't even talk about it. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She is the chair, and I'm too excited at this point. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She is the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons, and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We talk about her work in Kenya with vervet monkeys, the slapstick humor of orangutans, and so much more. If you haven't already, please head over to our Facebook, My Brilliant Buddies, and give us a like and a follow. We'd really appreciate that. Also, send us an email. Malcolm and I would love to hear from you. Mybrilliantbuddies at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, it is with such pleasure. And, and now, without further ado, it is with such honor. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and a privilege. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and a privilege to present to you our new brilliant buddy, Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Give it up the side. 
got a queen named Amina, height five seven, caramel complected, body like heaven. Met her through the sister of my man Big Vince, like some shit from out the flicks. We've been in love ever since. She called me her chocolate brother, I call her my sugar sister. Knew shorty could work it since before I ever kissed her. I never dissed her, painted my picture to hit, but because sex she wasn't with, she started flipping and shit. Like, listen, man, I'm Queen Amina. Amina's not no freaking, that game is weakened. Keep trying to hit, I could quit speaking to In fact, you being black thought, don't get you closer. I dig your butt one bone, you because I'm so called supposed to. Most of them would, but that could envy me, that's not my flavor. Go home and think about that, maybe later on I paid you. I contemplated and then concluded she was bluffing. Steady pursuing, screwing, getting nothing but the silent treatment. Girl, you know that you need to stop giving me the silent guest today is Dr. Suzanne McDonald. There it is. Our guest today is Check, check, check. <clears throat> Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They are just as cute, though. We talk about her work in Kenya with vervet monkeys, the slapstick humor of orangutans, and so much more. If you haven't already, please head on over to our Facebook, My Brilliant Buddies, and give us a like and a follow. We would really appreciate it. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We talk about her work in Kenya with vervet monkeys, the slapstick nature of the humor of orangutans, and so much more. <laughs> Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She's the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science, treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada and a member of the board of the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons 
and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We talk about her work in Kenya with vervet monkeys, the slapstick humor of orangutans, and so much more. If you haven't already, please head on over to our Facebook, give us a like and a follow, My Brilliant Buddies, or send us an email. Malcolm and I would love to hear from you, mybrilliantbuddies at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and a privilege to present to you our new brilliant buddy, Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Everybody 
Johnny Jock. Who, me? It's the MC, sucker niggas envy. I got my contract in 1993, and I shall pull I up. Shall. I shall. Proceed. Oh, and yeah. continue to rock the mic. I shall. Morning, I'm me early after early Break a lyrical him off the stem like stem I'm flying when I die, you put this shit up on my tomb That nigga represented on the 28th of June I'm representing Philly on the 28th of June I can make you feel that I'm a surreal car Tune with my pistol in the face of hip-hop Sticking for bass because I'm on a paper chase I'm on a paper chase, my Timberlands are fully laced I be the Mr. Boogie Man With records from 125th to Japan I laid and play like Donnie Hathaway And shake a hand, shake a hand Tried to kick you, but I couldn't play my man. My niggas is my niggas, and she didn't understand. I shake your hand and shit and hit the fan. Just think, just, just think, what? What if you could just, just, just blink, what? Blink yourself away as I push out. Proceed and continue to rock the mic. I shout. Proceed and continue to rock the mic. Rock the mic. Malik B, get on the mic, and yo, it's too much on my mind. Say what? Malik, get on the mic, it's too much uh, on my mind. Okay. Johnny on the spot, got the rhythm in the rhyme. Fucking with the roots, you know them niggas is a dime. I can make a hundred yard line start to dash. I can make a whole lake of fish start to splash. I can make Conan in the Titans clash. And I can make Metallica and Guns N' Roses thrash. Used to smash crash parties like I was disturbed. Used to make plots against the herringbone herb. But now, all I do disperse the verb, and like a nerd, I can make you say, he's superb, worded perfect, never ever shall you misinterpret, I move styles like Bows and that you know I'm worth it, direct from Philly, the land where niggas scheme, so you know I got that sheen in my gleam. I shall proceed and continue to rock the mic, I proceed and continue to rock the mic. Our guest, our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald. Our guest today is the one and only Dr. Suzanne McDonald, university professor and director of the graduate program in psychology at York University in Toronto. She is the chair of the Royal Canadian Institute for Science treasurer of Lewa Wildlife Conservancy Canada, and a member of the board at the Toronto Zoo Wildlife Conservancy. Our conversation takes a close look at the urbanization of raccoons and how living adjacent to humans in cities has caused an evolution in their cognitive abilities from their rural brethren. They're just as cute, though. We also talk about her work in Kenya with vervet monkeys and preservation projects, the slapstick nature of orangutan humor, and so much more. If you haven't already, please head on over to our Facebook. Give us a like and a follow. My Brilliant Buddies, we'd really appreciate it. Also, Malcolm and I would love to hear from you. Please send us an email. 
mybrilliantbuddies at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, it is such an honor and a privilege to share with you our new brilliant buddy, Dr. Suzanne McDonald.
the scatter black is intellectual. Cat that is perpetually ritually catching wreck. Don't step, I cut ya. I mix the sector six and now our knowledge, but the words of Papa Africa, Pemada, Alana. Brothers is out there waiting on that new shit. Well, this is how we do it. The levels is correct. One, two, calling the front two. The front two, run through. Good for you. Brand new styles like Kung Fu. And rip this from the front to the back. To all my peoples, where you at? I know you dig it when I kick it. Topic and I'll drop it because it gets heavier. Never marry a flurries a throne. The hell would a royal phone? The microphone will be convenient. I'm never being mean on them folk who gonna slope cause they get dope. But a buddy do pop, 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 pop. We making tough downs because we knock those bust down. So that's that. I know you dig it when I kick it, baby. That's that. I know you dig it when I kick it. Bathroom sink. I want a new duck. 
Consider this a message to my mellow in the front seat of the Jeep pumping beats for your rubbers in summertime. I'm rising to the shine of 1220. Ghetto streets are sunny. Niggas is getting money.
Precious of beans Almost gracious of beans My queen I'm yours to command Yours to command I'm yours to command Sheila, Sheila
this bland, tasteless food. But the obese person cut down calories to 500 a day, although they were allowed to eat as much as they wanted. It is the pleasurable aspects of eating the external cues that make the person who is overweight eat. It is the internal cues which make the normal person eat. Even in an experiment which Dr. Schachter did in which individuals were brought into a room and there was a, a clock on the wall that could be programmed to go very slowly or very quickly. When overweight people thought that it was 5.20, although it was uh, 6.30, uh, they ate... 6.30, uh, they ate very few crackers that were just left out on a desk. When the clock said 6.30, they ate twice as many crackers. They was... mutinyradio.fm Times for the entire game. So something I said must have clicked because the next thing I knew he ran to the phone. A phone call to America. a letter. A letter to Americans. Dear America, well, I was calling to invite you to is celebrating her 200th birthday. But before you RSVP, maybe you ought to know a little more about the birthday girl. America was born on July 4th, 
but when I read about it, it made me sick. And I had to stay in bed for a few days and, and drink plenty of liquid. Oh, I feel better now, although I'm still
it's gonna please ya Just a little town down in Indonesia, Bangkok PMs at the Mutant Radius. You guys are listening to the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. FM. It's Wednesday. It's high noon. I am high because I just had a big sip, about a half a bottle of the Alta California Botanicals Anxiety Tincture. I am feeling no anxiety whatsoever about the show today. Uh, about anything, really. Thanks, Alta California Botanicals. I am joined by my co-host, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth Wind. Good morning. I mean, afternoon. Yeah. High noon, baby. High I like noon. that purple eyeliner you're wearing. Thank you. You all can't see it on the... Is it purple or is it blue? You're looking super 80s. You look yeah. Like... It's because of David Bowie. That's all. It, I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Colors. Colors. Uh, things are going to be okay, everybody. We still can listen to his music. We're also joined today by Steve Poggi. Back again like a bad penny. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve Poggi, comedian extraordinaire. Uh, so that means we have two misery people in the house. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They lost the Rams. They're gone. Oh, that <laughs> is really messed up, dude. Like, gone. what are they going to do with the arena? They're going to turn it, it into junk. Who, who fucking cares? Let's, the, the Chargers are leaving, too. What are they going to do with the um, Oco or, or whatever they I have no idea. What. I, I, yeah, I forget what their stadium's called. Yeah, it's it, not Orca. No, it's not The Oco is the Colise- right. Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. Raider Nation, which we heard they might or might not be leaving. N- none of this interests me that much. I just have to listen to my boyfriend talk about it all the time, so I'm like, <laughs> it's gotta, one of those things. You gotta get an earful. The only reason why the Lambs interest me is because it, they came in 95, and they at least have went to, they've won one Super Bowl, and they've went to two. And the thing is, St. Louis is in the shithole as it is with what's going on. And the the one thing that at least can pull St. Louis's together was like football, like sports, like people love the cards and all that shit. And now that the lambs are gone, it kind of it's kind of bittersweet. Kind of sucks. People are gonna be fighting in the streets again. Yeah, killing each other. I mean, I guess this is one way to unite people in St. Louis, like black, white, brown, whatever, that everyone's pissed off. So that's one way so they can burn the stadium together. Burn the stadium That's together. called unity. Burning the stadium together. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, the thing is that maybe the United States does need a big war so that we can... It seems like we don't... Um, I, I don't know. I, I say reuse it, repurpose it for another thing, but it seems like too. we just knock it down and make something better. Yeah. Uh, like they tried to do in Santa Clara. Oh, yeah. And that shithole where they're going to be having the 50th Super Bowl, this calling it San Francisco. It fucking pisses me off. That's not yeah. San Francisco. They've got the 50 in front of the city hall, and every time I go by it now, people are taking pictures in front of it. Oh, look, 50, Super Bowl 50 is in San Francisco. No, it's not. It's in Santa Clara. It's in Santa Clara. It's not here. I used to be able to look at candlestick from my 
my house. Aww. And it's really sad. It was just like, if they would have just had one more year, if they could have had the 50th celebration there. What, what, what's happened with Candlestick? Did we blow that up yet? It's they gone. Blow, they blew it up. I, yeah, yeah, well, they took They, they done blowed it up. They didn't blow, blow it up because the neighborhood was like, they didn't want, they were worried about asbestos and what have you with all the dust. Yeah, sure. So they took it. Uh, Cousin Festus and his asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they took it down piece by piece like a Lego. Uh. And so, and it came down pretty quick. I went by there and took pictures and what have you. It was, that was really sad too. I don't even like football. And like, just like the fact that I'm like, oh, candlestick's gone, you know. And then now, you know, you have it at the stadium in Santa Clara. It is, that's not it's the same not thing. It's not San Francisco. It's not 49ers. San Francisco. That's that's like it's a suburb. It's a suburb, absolutely. Yeah, it's okay, whatever. I'm upset about it too. It's so stupid. And, the, and you know what? You're gonna be really upset when the Super Bowl, when all those people come. Oh my God! You're gonna get it. <laughs> well, maybe I'll go down and I'll pass out flyers for the Mutiny Radio that is 2016 Comedy Festival. Do that. And I'll be like, hey, you're from out of town? Oh, you're from Texas? We have a Texas comedian coming. Stick around. Yeah, well, during uh, the Super Bowl week, that's the highest uh, like time for prostitution. Oh, sweet. I can make some money. Anything, yeah. So if you want to get out there and fucking shake your meat fan, yeah, people will pay for it. I was thinking about stripping on the weekends. Warren Sapp got busted after the last Super Bowl with two hookers. That's the thing, man. If you're going to get hookers and you're famous, you have to pay them. Right, you can't just Didn't try to not pay the stripper or the hookers, because uh, you know, hookers got diff- feelings. Hookers got feelings. Um, <laughs> stripping and hooking is different though, because yeah. right, one of right, them right. you just wipe your vagina juices on them, and one of them they right. wipe their penis juices in you. So it's a little bit <laughs> there different. There was a, there was some strip club in the east side of Illinois that my buddy was obsessed the with. The Roxy. And I, I wanted maybe that was it. No, I, there was. A, it's not Pink Slip because that's the black one. No, it was pink a rundown slip. one though, but. Circle. I used to hang out on the east side. That's right. Yeah. Go through them. Maybe it was wrong. But the the guy's hook to try to get people to go was, uh, you can get your nose wet for a dollar. Oh, <laughs> That's gross. Tell like, oh, I don't think I want to join that. If it oh. was the Roxy, that was my favorite one. I used to go there and have coffee. I, I wanna. I can't remember <laughs> where. The first time I went into a strip club in St. Louis, like when I turned old enough, uh, we walked in, and like I looked over to the left. And there was a uh, like a cocktail waitress, and there was this big trucker guy, and she was like sticking a beer bottle in his ass. Oh, and uh, wow. my joke was, uh, "Hey, it's prison with a cover charge." Come on <laughs> in. Wow. And he liked it. Yeah. I just can't. I I just can't. I don't. I don't understand why people like to stick the things up their butts now. Like, you know, if. If I'm on top and you want to grab my ass a little and kind of go and you're sort of skirting the edges there, that's fine. But don't. What are we? What are we putting things in there for? I think people just get bored. Yeah, boredom. You bored. can only put your inflatable blow-up fist in so many holes before you're <laughs> like, well, let's stick it in the old butt. Let's see what we get out of that one. Wow. Uh, so today on the AltaCast, brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, uh, we're going to talk about failed and successful. Uh, stories and trials with sobriety. Sobriety. Because uh, yeah. comedian Steve Poggi right now is working on, uh, hasn't had a drink in two weeks, is it now? Yeah, well, it, it's different though. I'm not considering that sobriety. Like, what, I got in trouble uh, a while back with that whole felony burglary thing, which, if you want to hear that story, go to my website, stevepoggi.com, <laughs> download my CD, Felony Funny. 
and uh, you can hear that whole thing. But after that, I took the shit really seriously, and I was like, oh, dude, I got a fucking crazy-ass problem. But, uh, so I was sober for two years, but I was, like, preachy sober, like, like, you know, this is the way of the light. This is what everyone needs to do. And you were I'll never AA. Drink again. You were going to AA. I was going to AA, but I wasn't really using like the twelve-step program. Like I was just going there and like talking about stuff, and it felt like good to go. Like it felt like okay. You were just using it for comedy time. You're just but, using uh, it for stage time. You know, one of the things that really upset me about that is the the AA class that I went to. One week you would go to, and it would be like a discussion, and then the next week you would listen to a speaker from like a cassette tape. And they put in this cassette tape, and it was all fucking hack jokes oh. that the speaker was using. Like, like I called the hotel front desk. I said, uh, "There's a leak in my sink," and she said, "Go ahead." Or like, like cheesy fucking oh, God. shit like that. Would that would make you want to drink. And I knew the comic that did that stuff in St. Louis. So I was like, "Did he steal it from him, or did he?" St-? But after that, I was like, "Ugh." And I, I was good. I didn't. I didn't drink for two years, and then uh, I broke up with this chick that I was obsessed with. This fucking beautiful blonde-haired minx, and uh, dude, she crushed me. And I, I fucking brought the beast back. Oh, that's this, all it takes, huh? Yeah. This is like this isn't necessarily sobriety because it's just like I want to make healthier decisions. Like I, I think of it more of like if I eat a big thing of spaghetti, I'm gonna get heartburn. <laughs> So if I drink a bunch of booze, the chances of me having, you know, panic attack or anxiety become higher. Like the past year, my physiology has changed in my body, and now I need to take better care of it. Yeah. You're becoming an adult. Yeah. Well, I'm going to buy a gun, and then I'll be an adult. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Nine millimeter Beretta, I'm in the market. You're not wow. kidding. No, no you're not, not shitting. I, I don't believe in the whole gun thing. I think it's a terrible idea. I love guns. Yeah, I, everyone loves guns. You're an American. It's it's built into your DNA. You're goddamn right. It's built I, in there. I like bows and arrows. Yeah, but that's just yeah. in my blood. Good luck shooting a burglar with a bow. <laughs> Good luck trying to get that Beretta from like the lock. You know. Oh no, there's locked no away. lock box. I don't have children. <laughs> I'm gonna have it ready to go. <laughs> oh, dude. I, that's I'm, where accidents happen. I was Absolutely. talking to my, uh, my my idiot roommate, who's uh, been kind of famous amongst my friends for the dumb shit that he says and he does. <laughs> and uh, I was telling him, like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to get a gun. And he was like, one time I stayed in this motel room, and it was so sleazy that I took my gun and I duct taped it into my hand. Oh, my God. Wow. I was like, dude, that's the most insane that shit is crazy. I've ever heard in my life. You have to really be careful how you sleep. Damn. Yeah. I mean, Shoot like, you in like, the can face. Can you just set it on the nightstand? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gotta be that is like a horrible, that's hand. a bad idea. I'd roll around in my sleep. I'd shoot something. Dude, I'd shoot my face. I would definitely shoot something. Uh, accidentally shoot my cat. Shoot someone down the hall. I just watched a terrible, terrible movie on the Netflix called uh, Last Shift about this nice new, this nice new police lady who's in this thing and all this scary stuff happens with ghosts. And at the very end, spoiler alert, just don't watch it. It only got one and a half stars. Anyways, but she accidentally shoots these guys that were coming in to clean, all three of them, and then she gets shot because the other policeman comes in and... It's like everybody dies. Everybody, everybody dies. That's the moral everybody of guns. Everybody dies. dies. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so stories of sobriety. It's working out for you right now. 
Yeah. And well, one of the things I did enjoy about AA is all the alcoholic construction workers that would come in, missing fingers because they were drunk. Oh, my God. Took them off. Drunk at work, lost hands. Oh, yeah. Well, Time to not get sober. hands, but more like fingers. Like fingers. They have a bunch of stubs and grime. Stubby. Wow. I had to go to AA for a minute. Um... Only because it was part of the court-ordered thing for my DUI. Ditto. And uh, that was only in San Diego, though. Once I came up here to San Francisco, they did not require that, which was great. It was just a San Diego thing. Did you ever find the AA kind of scary? I found it kind of scary with all the God and Jesus stuff. The God and Jesus stuff bothered me. I liked the cookies and juice. (laughs) Um, I just didn't like how it made me feel like church, and it made yeah. me feel really guilty. And the first one I went to, like, I just kind of sat there and cried. And they're like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I don't want to be here." <laughs> um, and I was, it was awful. And they're like, "Tell us why you're here." And I'm like, "I'm stupid. I got a DUI, and now they're making me do this for my court-ordered thing. Will you sign it? Will you sign my card yeah. so I can get out of here? Thanks for the juice and cookies." Um, but you know, listening to people's stories didn't—it doesn't help me want to be sober. It just—I don't ever want to be sober. I don't. I'm. There's a reason why I don't have to be sober, and it's because I'm never gonna have children, so that I can drink as much as I want whenever I want to. And you don't have a car. I don't have a car. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with it. I really, really enjoy drinking, and there haven't been too many like negative repercussions since the DUI and since sort of changing my lifestyle to accommodate, you know, the mass consumption of alcohol. And not the mass. Since May, there's trouble most every night. Since May, there's trouble most every Thank you. 